0: is a free download from Delancey Elam Church. We meet every Sunday morning at 10.30am in the Delancey Elam Church building at Le Banks, St. Samson's in the Channel Island of Guernsey. To contact us or find out more information about us, please visit our website at delanceyelam.co.uk. The word is, you know, what is good about good Friday? <laughs> it seems a strange sort of term to use, but it's good because of the results of Good Friday. Uh, and I just I just want to show you just a very short clip, and I'm just going to share after that in a few moments. Just this sense that Friday's gone, and it's good news because Sunday's coming. <laughs> and I just love that thought, and a video clip, you may have seen it before, right? It just stirs my heart every time I see it, to, just to remind me that Friday is gone, and Sunday is coming. Okay, thanks, guys.
1: It's Friday. Jesus is praying. Peter is asleeping. Judas is betraying. But Sunday's coming. It's Friday. Pilate's struggling. The council is conspiring the crowd is vilified they don't even know that sunday's coming it's friday the disciples are running like sheep without a shepherd mary's crying peter is denying but they don't know that sundays are coming it's friday the romans beat my jesus they robe him in scar. They crown him with thorns. But they don't know that Sunday's coming. It's Friday. See Jesus walking to Calvary. His blood dripping. His body stumbling. And his spirit's burden. But you see, it's only Friday. Sunday's coming. It's right, the world's winning, people are sinning, and evil's grinning. It's right, the soldiers nailed my Savior's hands to the cross. They nailed my Savior's feet to the cross. And then they raised him up next to criminals. It's right, but let me tell you something. Sunday's coming. It's Friday. The disciples are questioning what has happened to their king. And the Pharisees are celebrating that their scheming has been achieved. But they don't know. It's only Friday. Sunday's coming. It's Friday. He's hanging on the cross. Healing, forsaken by his father, left alone and dying. Can nobody save him? Oh, it's Friday, but Sundays come. It's Friday, the earth trembles, the sky grows dark. My king yields his spirit. It's Friday. Hope is lost, death has won, sin has come, and Satan's just a laugh. It's Friday. Jesus is dead. A soldier stands guard, and a rock is rolled into place. But it's Friday. It is only Friday. Sunday is a coming.
0: Okay. I love that one. You might, I love that. Okay, well, I just want to read a verse just from 1 Peter. I want to talk very shortly this morning about the. Not that I'm sure, but I want to talk just for a short time. Uh, just about the, how precious the cross and how precious the blood of Jesus is. and Just a, a thought for you to take back with you, really. 1 Peter 1, verse 18 to 19. It says, Knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold... From your aimless conduct, received by the traditions of your fathers, but with the precious blood of Jesus Christ, as a lamb without blemish and without spot. I just love this thought—the preciousness, how precious something is. Often, it's circumstances that often dictate to us how precious something is. And I think sometimes we don't kind of grasp sometimes how. Precious. How valuable, how awesome the blood of Jesus is. Is that right? You think about it. Sometimes you don't really value your health until you're sick. You don't value your kind of, to be pain free until you have pain. How I many felt that, you know? Suddenly you kind of, I, I really did appreciate not having pain. You know what I mean? We, we often don't appreciate things until we get them, until we when we don't have them. We don't really sometimes appreciate food until we have hunger. We don't appreciate water until we have thirst. So a lot of things that we don't really see the value of until it's taken from us. I just wanna just for you to realise this one something about the preciousness of the blood of Jesus. Just a few things to think about how precious the blood is. Here's the first thing. The blood of Jesus is precious because it has redeemed in power. The word redeem means simply to, to buy back. Let me just read you a verse from Hebrews 9. Hebrews 9 verse 22. has a real powerful verse that speaks about this. It says that, Therefore... Sorry, and according to the law, almost all things are purified with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there can be no remission. The word remit means to, to buy, to buy back. There's two words often used for this. There was the word atonement and the word to remit. The Old Testament, they used the word in the Old Testament, the word to atone for sin. And the word atone means to cover it. It's covered. That's what happened in the Old Testament. The, if you like, the blood of animals covered the sin. But the most powerful thing about the blood of Jesus isn't that it covers the sin. The awesome thing about the blood of Jesus is it totally and utterly removes it, it remits it. It totally, utterly removes the sin. And that's why Peter says, you're not redeemed. You haven't been bought with silver and gold, but you've been bought with the blood. That's the price, the redeeming power of the blood. And that blood doesn't just cover your sin, it totally and utterly removes it. It purchases, it Bought us back. Because the sin is what separated us from God. That's what cut us off. That's what separated us from God. But because of the blood, now God has purchased us and bought us and redeemed us and bought us to himself. What are the consequences of that? I take the consequences though when you think about it. That means that if you purchase something, who does it belong to? It belongs to, to you. If you buy something, it belongs to you. It doesn't belong to it. it. belongs to it's your property. You've paid for it, you've purchased it, you've 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 bought that, and now it's your it belongs to you. So here's the truth. The, the blood of Jesus has bought us. Who do we belong to? We belong to him. And I think a response to recognizing that we've been bought, the blood has redeemed us and bought us, is that sense, Lord, actually, I don't belong to me. The Bible says you are not your own, you've been bought with a price. And part of a response to that is say, Lord, I belong totally and utterly to you. You've purchased my freedom, and Lord, because you bought me, I give you. Rule and possession of the whole of my life. That's what it means. You've been redeemed. Jesus has bought you and paid for you. That means you totally and utterly belong to him. So the first reason why the blood's precious is because God bought us. Think about it. We're under the control of Satan. We're under the control of sin. We're under the control of being separated from God. God loves you so much. He said, I want you to belong to me. I want you to, to be my property from this time on. Let me rule your life. Let me have control of you over your life so I can work and move and bless your life. Isn't it awesome to have him ruling and having control of your life? That's the greatest way to live life. Is that right? To have Jesus ruling your life. Here's a second reason why the blood's precious. And you find it in 1 John 1, 7. It says, if we walk in the light as he's in the light. And here's one to get hold of. It says, we have fellowship with God. And the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. I just love this thought that, that because of the blood, I can have intimate fellowship with God he says I walk in the light as he's in the light I can have close fellowship with God close fellowship with God and he says the blood cleanses us from sin isn't it awesome to feel clean there's something awesome and so powerful about feeling clean on the inside something amazing about that as I said earlier the blood of bulls and goats, which they use in Old Testament, just remove the sin. But the blood of Jesus totally and utterly cleanses It says, he was the lamb without blemish. The blood has totally, utterly cleansed you of sin. Isn't that awesome? Cleansed you, removed it. A few days ago, I think it was... In fact, I got all this ink from the printer all over my hands. I tell you what, it took me... I've washed, I've washed, I've washed... And I've still got stains of the the ink on my... I just can't get, you know, slowly wearing off as time goes on. But it's been very hard to remove. I think a lot of people still carry the stains of things of their life. Rather than realising that the blood of Jesus is so powerful, it absolutely cleanses you and removes sin from your life. Romans, I think it's Revelation 12. I think we've used that verse quite a lot over the last months. It says that they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. And part of their testimony was this they declared what the blood of Jesus had done for them. And I think we need to learn to testify this is what the blood does for me. The blood justifies me. In other words, it buys me back. The blood bought me, it redeems me. The blood, the blood sanctifies me, it separates me from God's own use. And here's the thing I want you to see. The blood totally and utterly cleanses me from every stain of sin. I'm totally clean before God. Totally cleaned of all my past, of all my mistakes, of all my messes. All the stuff that would want to cling to my life. I can stand before God and say, thank you, Lord. No matter what I sometimes feel in my mind, thank you that your blood so goes, it goes so deep into my heart, so deep into my emotions, so deep into every part of my being. It totally and utterly washes me clean. And there's the amazing thing. The blood so cleanses you as far as God is concerned, it no longer exists. Totally removed, totally, totally taken out from your life. There's no stain, no mark. It's ever existed ever. Isn't that wonderful? How many glad for the power of the blood that cleanses them? Here's the third thing. Colossians one twenty, because the next thing the blood does, it pacifies. I I give something I think is often underestimated but it's one of the greatest things you can know in your life. The blood gives you peace. It's precious because it gives you peace. Colossians 1 verse 20. And by him to reconcile all things to himself by whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through his blood. I just love peace. I'm glad for peace. The peace. You know... Those who, those of you, those of you who have children and babies, how many are glad for dummies? <laughs> a kind of pacifier, vroom. The moment they start crying, vroom, in it goes. It's like, it's a, it's a wonderful pacifier that brings peace to the house. Is that right? And dare I say, the blood of Jesus, in a sense, is a pacifier. So i tell you why it is. It cleanses you from a guilty conscience. See, a lot of people, they live with an incredible sense of guilt. They live with a sense of condemnation. Almost everything they do often comes out of guilt. They even resent the things they do, but they do it because they do it out of guilt. You'll be amazed how much people can be controlled by guilt. Do it out of guilt. Live their life out of guilt. Do things for people out of guilt. And their life becomes ruled and controlled by guilt and condemnation. It's very hard to pray when you feel full of guilt. Very hard to get near to God when you feel full of guilt. Very hard to to, to live in a a right walk with God when you feel guilt and condemnation about, about your life. Why do we feel guilty? Why do we feel condemned? Because we've never seen how powerful the blood is. Let me give you this, I think it's a great verse. Hebrews 10, 12. Listen to this verse. For those who walk with a, if you like, a guilty conscience, listen to this. Hebrews 12. Sorry, Hebrews 10, verse 12. It says, but this man, after he had suffered, offered one sacrifice since was sat down on the right hand of God. Verse 22, sorry, I wonder what it was then. Verse 22. Let us draw near with a true heart, a full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our body washed with water. How many really love that? Cleansed, removed from all the con- condemnation, all the guilt of the past has been removed by the blood of Jesus. You don't have to live your life feeling unworthy, feeling guilty, feeling condemned when you understand the power of the blood. Often some people actually enjoy to feel guilty because they they think that it it, it makes up for what they've done. And so the way they do it is they, they kind of punish themselves because they think if they punish themselves, it kind of makes up for the past and the guilt and everything else. And I believe that's such a lie because the only thing that can remove that guilt and condemnation, you know what it is? It's the what? The blood. The blood gives you peace with God. Let me tell you what it means. Because you have the choice whether they live with, with a sin consciousness, which means you, you're full of guilt and condemnation, or understanding the power of the blood, and you live with a righteous conscience. Okay, here's the next thing the blood does. I'm so glad that the blood removes the things of our past. We don't have to remember that. The blood totally and utterly removes every part of your past. Isn't that awesome? You know, Paul says something that kind of struck me. He said these words. He says, I've wronged no man. You think about it. Paul said, I've wronged no man. My Bible tells me that when Paul, he consented to the death of Stephen... He put Christians in prison, he persecuted. But because of the blood of Jesus, he could say, I actually have wronged no man. Because he understood how powerful the blood was, though as far as God was concerned, his past no longer existed. That's how powerful the blood is. He, Ephesians two thirteen. One more then we'll kind of close it. Ephesians 2.13 There is reconciling power in the blood. Ephesians 2.13 But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Jesus. I think one of the great benefits of the blood is that we can get near to God. Isn't that wonderful? You can come near to God. You don't have to live in a a, a place of distance from him, in a place where you feel so far away from him, so distant from him, and, and, and don't feel near to him and close to him. But because of the blood, you can live as near to God as you want to. I don't think there's anything more glorious in this life than to live a life that's close to Jesus. Every day talking with him and being with him and enjoying him and, and delighting in him the, and just having a great time with Jesus. Nothing ever in this world totally is greater than that. Is that right? You know, I was thinking. So I tell you when you're going to most when you're going to most appreciate the blood. It's when you get to heaven. When you get to heaven and see how awesome, how glorious of of what that blood enabled you to come into, you're going to say, thank you Lord for the blood. Because of your blood, I'm able to come, not only enjoy the presence on earth, I'm able to come in directly into your presence and live with you forever and ever and ever. That's why the book of Revelation is full of people being appreciative of the Lamb. Is that right? They're on the throne thanking him for the blood and for the Lamb of God. Here's the last one. I don't even know if this is a word emboldening power is that a word i don't know if it is but hebrews 10 verse 9 in the words through the blood we have boldness i don't mean lack of air i mean boldness confidence hebrews 10:19 says these words therefore brethren having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of jesus by a new and living way which he consecrated to us through the veil that was his flesh I just love this fact that we can have confidence, boldness. Sometimes a lot of us don't have boldness and confidence. You know what boldness is? That means that you can actually pray in the name of Jesus and believe what you've prayed for can actually come to pass. Having confidence. You know why we lack confidence? It's because we think it's based on us. And if you think it's based on you, you're never going to have much confidence before God. But when you realize the power of the blood, it gives you incredible boldness and confidence. You have boldness and confidence that everything He's promised you He's able to do. That's that's amazing boldness. You have boldness before heaven, you can have boldness before men, and boldness before hell itself. When the enemy attacks you, you have boldness and confidence. Because it's not based on you. It's based on the blood. We don't have to feel intimidated. We don't have to feel full of inferiority. Because we know how powerful and how precious the blood is. Therefore, brethren, we have boldness to come before him. Knowing that what we ask him, he's able to do. Because it's all based on the blood and the cross of Jesus Christ. Isn't that awesome? To have confidence and boldness. That's why, even tomorrow, we can pray for the sick because we've got confidence that he's able to hear our prayers. We, we've got confidence when we face challenges and difficulties because we know that we can come before him and have confidence. Not because of us, but because of the blood. Let's just bow our heads and just come before him right now. I just want to spend a few moments and And maybe where you feel kind of wars, barriers between you and Him. Begin to believe those barriers, those walls that almost stand before you and Him. You just believe that those walls are are demolished and, and brought down because the blood of Jesus has removed them. The blood that cleanses, the blood that redeems. The blood that pacifies, the blood that gives you boldness and confidence. The precious blood of Jesus that we remember on this day was shed for us. Lord, we just want to come before you today and I want to thank you for your blood. Thank you for what your blood did for us. And Lord, we don't want just just to think about it once a year. But we want to live on a day-to-day experience of your blood today. Thank you that your blood, your word says it goes on cleansing us day after day, moment by moment. The power of your blood never ceases. The power of your blood never stops. It goes on cleansing us. It goes on working. It goes on cleansing our hearts and cleansing our lives. Thank you, Lord. It just goes on day after day after day. Thank you. It's never lost its power. It's never lost its effectiveness. And so, Lord, we want to thank you today as we remember what you did for us on the cross. Lord, we want to praise you and thank you for the power of the blood of Jesus. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this free download from Delance Elam Church. For more downloads or to contact us, please visit our website at delanceelam.co.uk.